This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) Bread, 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 we... Yay for bread. Yay for bread. Yay for Noel's penguin sweater. Yay for Allison. I, I just adore Allison. I, I kind of am just straight up in love with her. She's got the best personality. I could just hang out with her. Dynamic. They have a really good dynamic. I love her voice. I don't know what I it is about. Um, I'm sure everyone like, you know, like accents, everyone kind of experiences accents differently. The way I hear her specific accent is very like ASMR to me. So when she talks, I'm like, oh, I could just really listen to your voice all the time. She's great. I am. I Yeah, 10 out of 10 for her as a new host. Um, my favorite part of the intro kind of like montage was when Ro- Rowan said, Chuff and heck, I just want an easy life. He's, Rowan and his sayings, by God, he's got Chuff the and heck. he's got the best ones. <laughs> and he pulls out a lot of them in this episode. He does. Everyone's very nervous. They know that their lives are on the line with Paul Hollywood and Bread Week. Tasha says, I've got the bread dread. Bread dread it is. Mm-hmm. Paul is wearing an icy blue denim shirt. It's so Paul. Like, I love that denim is like his Denim thing. on denim on denim. I'm sure he did this on purpose to match his eyes to make them look extra icy of for Bread Week. Of course he does. He's of like, I, everyone is like, oh, Paul and his steely gaze is going to be coming around on Bread Week. I'm like, this is no surprise. This is show has been on forever. You know what you're yes. walking into. Exactly. But I'm sure once you get there, it's a whole different level of dread. Yes, of bread dread. Bread dread. So the signature challenge is a cottage loaf in a classic cottage loaf shape. Oh, that doesn't mean anything to you? Well, it didn't mean anything to us either. It is two stacked cobs. Also not a word I use to describe shapes. But it's basically like the top two tiers of a snowman made out of bread. That's like the perfect way to describe it too. <laughs> the body and the head of a snowman made out of bread. Yeah. It can be... Any flavor and style of bread dough, they have two hours and 45 minutes. They say that this is a simple challenge, but it covers all the bread making skills. They're looking for loaves that are not too dense with a little bit of spring, needs to be stable and have some height. They've just got to make good bread, says Prue. So can I just say out of the gate when Christy came on the screen, I was like, oh, she's still here. (laughs) She's still here. And and here's the thing, like, I don't think anyone from the show ever listens to this podcast, but I will feel... Because of that, I feel like I can say anything about these contestants. <laughs> and I, I will I feel horrible out. if she ever hears that. But I'm like, even her outfits are just like... Forgettable. For- <laughs> I'm like, and wah, wah. <laughs> The way she talks, is she's just very like a slow talker and kind of mon- monotonous. She's, she's like, probably the nicest person. She's dry pro- cranberries. Yeah. It's like... She's probably great. Yeah, she's probably fantastic. She's probably like the best person you ever meet. But it, maybe it's just the way they edit her. Who knows? She reminds me, the way she was describing her bread reminded me of um, Jennifer Coolidge's character in Best in Show. <laughs> the way that she talks. <laughs> we both like soup. So she, hers is going to have dried cranberries, chopped walnuts, and rosemary with multigrain flour. Paul immediately like, asked her a question, like, if you put too much in it, does it not rise? And she was like, uh, no. Yes. Uh, like, immediately just got so flustered. Yeah, it does not compute. I can't no, make words was, when you come up in front of me. Yeah. Could not answer any questions about her <laughs> recipe at all. But that's okay, because, you know, the bread dread. But in the end, her color is good. The cuts are nice. Prue says it looks really appetizing, but it's not salty enough. It's bland, just like Christy. Overall, a decent loaf, though, says Paul. It's bland, just like Christy. 
Oh, poor Christy. Oh, poor right, Christy. We cool. love you, but just like, you're just not standing out in front of the crowd you're here. Not. You're not. Saku is making cinnamon and orange flavors. She's using orange zest and Sri Lankan cinnamon. Okay, when she said her, her boys like cinnamon toast crunch and orange juice or cinnamon toast or something. Yeah, cinnamon like, toast. Cinnamon toast crunch juice. is a cereal that we eat here in the U.S. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but cinnamon toast and orange juice. I was like, that is adorable that she's making There's this bread. Cake. I'm like, that sounds amazing. And I really want to go have breakfast at her house. I agree. I think hers looks pretty good. Um, they say it has a good color and height and it smells good. The cinnamon is strong. The orange still comes through, comes through though. The flavor combinations are spot on, but the bread is a little underproved. Paul says it needed 10 more minutes. How does he know that? Like, this is amazing to me that Paul is so good at bread that he can take a slice of bread and be like, mm, if you had proved that for 10 more minutes, it would have been, it would have been good. Like that is a level of specificity that I will never achieve in baking. So Saku does fine. Tasha is making roasted garlic and rosemary malted cottage loaf with seeds. Four people are doing rosemary and garlic combination. Whoops. But delicious. I can only imagine how amazing the tent must have smelled at the end of this challenge. Paul thinks it's going to be very dense because there's seeds in there. But you can tell by Prue's face when she bites into it that Paul is wrong. He still tries to save face and he's like, well, it is a bit dense. But then he tells her it's 90 odd percent there, which is basically... You know, you got an A from Paul Hollywood. Right. And Prue loves it. She says, I would be so proud of that if I had done it. And she even says that she wish she wishes that she had made it. That she had made it, yeah. So Tasha does amazing. Great compliment. Dan is using wild garlic with rosemary and smoked bacon and then wild garlic pesto. It looks great, but the pesto isn't fully distributed, but they still think it's delicious. Good texture and flavor. He does fine. Abby needs her bread 300 times, which she counts. I found that to be very impressive. Is she the one that said that she needs, she doesn't use the mixer thing? Yeah. A lot of them were like, I don't use the mixer because I like being able to feel it. I think that's well, didn't Dana break the, the mixer? Yeah. And Dana's mixer, <laughs> her dough was so intense that she was spinning it around with a dough hook and the glass bowl just shattered. We'll get to that. <sighs> I mean, here's, here's what I freak out about though. Like in something like that, there's got to be glass shards everywhere. Like how do you just, you probably oh, have to clean every, it. I know, but like, I yeah. just imagine them having to pause everything, clean everything, start from brand new, make sure not a shirt. Oh, that would just, that would make me really scared. I get scared about, and it, okay, this is going to be a w- weird insight into my brain, but I was very excited to see more braids in this season. I cannot stand when people are cooking with their hair down. I have very big fears of like, I'm not even going to say it, things in your food. <laughs> Because it like grosses me out. So I always have this like, I can't watch people making things when their hair is so like exposed down and like almost going to fall in the food. I like can't, I can't enjoy it. So I was very happy that like Tasha had braids. Uh, who else had braids? They they, they all, yeah, yeah, Saku had braids. I think Dana had some braids. And I was like, thank you for putting your hair back, everybody. Um, Abby right. had like a half up braid. I feel like they were speaking to my soul. Probably had also to do with the, the plaited showstopper, which we will talk Great. about. Great, yeah. Of mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. So Abby counts her needs. She did 300 needs. She's also doing garlic and rosemary, but she's also, but she's using smoked garlic, which sounds delicious. Hers looks really flat though. It doesn't, when she goes to do the second rise, it kind of just like the top, the head of the snowman just melts into the body of the snowman. She calls it flat Janice. Flat Janice. <laughs> 
It is really flat. It comes out. The garlic and the garlic flavor is too strong. There's not enough rosemary or salt. And Paul says, you actually don't have enough salt, which is why the structure is so flat. But the crust is nice. She really doesn't do great. I feel like at the end, Prue's like, but the crust tastes good. Like, yeah, just to give her something. she's like really trying. Yeah. But no, she doesn't do great. Nope. Nikki is doing roasted garlic and rosemary with Scottish sea salt. She's doing it all by hand. This is who called out like she wants to do it all by hand. So it's evenly distributed. But the inside is quite dense. It's too salty. And she doesn't do great. If you add too much salt. So like salt is part of the rising process. You need a little bit of salt, but not too much for the yeast to do its thing. So that also saltiness can impact the rise. So Nikki, not great. Dana is doing a chipotle smoked cheddar and bacon loaf. It's going to be spicy. She has to start over because her glass bowl shatters when her mixer kind of like goes a little berserk. Yeah. But, you know, she has a good spirit. She was just like rolling with it. Did not shake her nerves. Good for you, Dana. Totally. But her side split on the loaf. Paul says it's because it was underproved. The flavor comes through. It is a bit doughy, but the flavors are good. So she does fine. Rowan is doing Kalamata olives and sun-dried tomatoes. He takes a while to get his into the prover. When he bakes it, it's enormous. The top falls off. This thing is literally probably like close to two feet tall by the time all is said and done. They bring it up to the table and Prue goes, hmm. And Paul goes, it looks monstrous. Like, yeah. Tell us how you really feel, Paul. And then they also had a very funny sexual innuendo conversation with Rowan about the size of his balls. And they thought that no, was... No, that was Maddie. Oh, was it Maddie? It was Maddie. Yes. <laughs> we'll get there. I was like, they really do not miss an opportunity. No. Never do. No, they Never don't. do. Um, the structure for Rowan is spot on. Great color. The olives come through. He actually does okay, even though like the way they edited it, edited it, the way Rowan was feeling, you feel like going into it, you thought he was going to bomb, but he actually did fine. Josh is making pizza-inspired induya, induja with honey and black olives, basil, and gruyere. He says, you don't want to put your flavors in the first proof because it will affect the way it rises. So he's waiting to add them to the second proof. So that's, you know, just a hot tip for anyone at home. They show him adding his ingredients though, and there's so much in there. Like it really looks like a pizza with like topped with so much stuff. But it ends up doing great. It looks great. Good color. The proving was right. The flavor is good. Nice balance of cheese and chili. It's nice and spicy. He does great. Maddie is making olive tomato and chili flake loaf. He wants it to be spicy. Paul comes up and says, tell us about your ball size. And he <laughs> tries so hard to keep it together. He's like, well, um, I think they're in proportion. <laughs> and Paul's like, I don't think they are. He's like, okay, well, how big do you think I should make my balls? Like, they, it's just... It just can't. You can't not go there. Maddie tries so hard to like steer it in the other yeah, direction and Paul's to keep like, nope, it nope, we're doing this. We're doing <laughs> this. <laughs> but it, it works. Prue says it's certainly rustic and it's quite a lot of filling, but they like it. So coming out of the signature, I would say Tasha and Josh are at the top and Abby and Rowan are at the bottom going into the technical first of all we love some sheep b-roll we get a little shot of a little sheep they've been really delivering on that this season really appreciate that Mm -hmm. and they're when they're introducing the technical they say it's all about the timing they need to make eight devonshire splits which is a bit like a donut we come to find it is a soft light and rich dough bun that is split and filled with homemade strawberry jam and freshly whipped cream. Sounds they have two so hours good. and 30 minutes. It sounds so good, but like that's not going to be enough time. No. We talked about this last week when Tino was on. Yeah. Like, I think they just the artificially, yeah. right. They cut the time for the technical to make them really crunched. We see this here that like people aren't able to prove it long enough. Like when they're 
introducing it, Paul says, okay, you need 45 minutes for both, so you need 45 minutes for the first proof, 45 minutes for the second proof, and then 15 minutes in the oven. So that right there is an hour and 45 minutes, not including actually making the dough, not including allowing anything to cool. And that's like, if you, you know, not including get like present, putting up the presentation at the end, like that then only leaves you with 45 minutes minutes to be able to kind of like work with everything Mm -hmm. it's not enough time timing is going to be a struggle they say but you know it is what it is at this point people do struggle with that it's hard to get them fully proved they struggle with getting them symmetrical everyone's are underproved and in last place is dan they are too small tough crumbly rowan is a ninth he has a few issues rowan is yeah rowan is kind of like rowan is struggling struggling and i was like oh man rowan you're my top dog Yeah, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to make it to the final. Second place is Tasha. They're amazing. She just forgot the icing sugar. And in first place is Saku. Yay, Saku. Saku. And she is so excited when she won. She is just a sweetheart. And I love her very much. Like she just seems like one of the sweetest souls on the planet she's really the best mm-hmm. oh i like when they were talking about the splits can you do the splits or have you ever been able to do the splits not when they were talking about puberty. when noel said that he eats the eats the the splits doing it the splits uh no i i think i could do the splits when i was like a very young child before i went through puberty and my hips changed what right. could you well no. you could because you were a dancer no that was the no. heart that was the that was the frustration of mine was i could never because i had i i think just the way I wish at that age someone would have told me that the way that your body is formed, some people just aren't physically able to do the splits because I always felt like it was a, I didn't try hard enough, you know, like, well, maybe if you just sit, we would like literally make ourselves sit in splits, like on a pillow, if you couldn't like, right, like make in, like, it like, all the way. Yeah. While yeah. watching TV at night to be like, you're going to try it. Like, that's your goal is to get the splits and never could because my body just isn't shaped that way. So that brought up some bad memories. Anyway. <laughs> I would rather eat this flexibility trauma bread instead of doing the splits. I would rather eat a, a donut. I did not end up making the custard cream. We are recording this on Friday at noon, and normally I do the bakes on Friday nights. So didn't quite get to it yet. However, I am planning to make a homemade Oreo as sort of like inspired by the bake last week. There's also this thing where I realized after the first season that like if my family is not going to eat the technical, it's yeah, really like, kind of a waste for me to bake it. Right, because it takes a lot of time. And it's not like you have a ton of time that just lying around being able to bake things. This is not. Yeah. Well, and, and I love an baking. Easy, and if I'm going to yeah. put the effort into it, it's something that I want us to actually enjoy as a family. So yeah, like you're going to. was a home run. Sure. But I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do like an Oreo style cookie inspired by this, which will be very, very similar in the techniques that it requires. It'll just be a slightly different outcome. And I'm really excited to make these Devonshire splits. I think those are going to be a real home run with my family, like a nice toasty bun filled mm, with strawberry cream. Nice toasty mm. bun. <laughs> <laughs> So I think coming out of the technical, Tasha still at the top and Abby and Rowan really are still at the bottom. So nobody like really, not a lot changed. I was surprised that Dan, Dan came in last for the technical. He's been so solid up until this week and he really starts to show some cracks in the technical. And even in the signature, he did like, okay. The showstopper needs to be a visually stunning plaited bread centerpiece or for Americans braided. It can be sweet or savory, but needs to have two different types of flour and needs to be plaited slash braided. They have four hours, which is still not a lot of time if you're making two different types of bread. The focus needs to be on the plating. It needs to be delicious, but they're really looking for intricate and amazing plats. Paul says it's like 
painting a picture with braids, which, you know, Paul, I think that you're oversimplifying it. Have mm-hmm. you ever painted a picture with braids? I would like to see I, what you do, Paul. I would like I would to really see like to see what happen. you do. Yeah. Really, they really all just have so much to bake. Getting all the pieces fully baked and assembled is going to be tough. Abby is making a tree. It's going to be a walnut and stilton trunk and branches, and the leaves will be made out of wild garlic and nettle. And then she's doing dock flower dough mushrooms at the base so she like went around and collected dock leaves and ground them up into a flower so good job abby it's going to have three stranded plots on the branches and a nine strand plot on the trunk it's wonderfully ambitious says prue but when the time comes for judging paul says her design looks rudimentary she doesn't have enough cheese the wild garlic and nettle is a strong green flavor but the dough is too dense the dock seed flour is decent paul basically says the flavors are unusual she like is bringing some different new elements into it which she likes but her bakes are not great I'm not sure if she has saved herself here. She doesn't do terrible, but I don't think she's really. And I feel herself. so bad because she's crying after the tech or yeah, the technical. I'm like, oh, Abby. Yeah, she's a crier. Um, Rowan is making a Rowan tree. It's going to be sweet cur- a sweet curry wholemeal loaf. He says he wants to punch them right in the jaw with flavor. It's going to be a, and then he also is going to have a six strand plaited marzipan trunk with a bacon and Parmesan three strand crown. And it's going to be standing up. His dad made him like a little stand, which is so cute. It looks good. It looks But really his cool. dough is raw. Yeah. The flavor is hideous, says Paul. <laughs> He's really pulling the punches with Rowan this week. It's <laughs> not... <laughs> Uh, it tastes too yeasty because he didn't have enough of a rise. The third marzipan dough is okay, but it's not enough to compensate for the other two, says Prue, which is a burn. He does terrible. Total burn. Nikki is doing a Highland cow called Angus. I love how Nikki always finds a way to have like a little character. In I know. Showstopper. She's so cute. And with the horns. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Her accent is my favorite. And she wants Allison a Highland cow. Allison was like, <laughs> Allison's like horns, horns. And she's like, horns. <laughs> I love it. She's so freaking And then she cute. tries to say horns, and she's like, horns. Horns. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I'm glad because I feel like coming out of last week, it was like, oh, Nikki is the next one to go home. Like, yeah. she's really skated by. She's great. And this week, she found herself firmly in the middle of the pack. So I was happy that... Again, you got to get yourself in the middle of the pack yes. at times like these. So the hair and ears are going to have cheese and lardons, which are like basically little bacon pieces. And then there's going to have a pecan and date, horns and face. It looks great. It's it's enormous. It's like it's so huge. huge. Yeah. But the only flavor that comes through is the cheese. Uh, she does okay. Saku is doing a peacock. Uh, the tail feathers are going to be made out of a white dough with garlic and rosemary. And the branch it's sitting on will be a seeded sprout dough. She has lots of plaiting experience. She says she's been braiding her own hair since she was six. And she still braids her own 16-year-old daughter's hair. And it was like really uh, cute. Of course. It looks Just amazing. Yeah. It's humongous. It's quite striking, says Paul. But the branch is underproved. It's gluey, bland. It looks good, but it's not a good bake. Her second dough is dry. She does not do that well. So it's a good thing she came in first in the technical because her showstopper did not impress. Dan is making wreaths that say pizza. Why not? The first one will be fennel and sausage. The second one will be smoked provolone, truffle salami, and truffle cheddar. He really struggles with timing the most. He has basically, how many letters are in pizza? One, two, three, four, five. Five like big bread plats to get done and he just does not make it happen you can immediately tell that he ran out of time it's too doughy underbaked prue says it's so unlike you and i'm like is dan going home he came in last in the technical he just did terrible yeah. in the showstopper mm-hmm. i was not expecting this i thought dan was gonna crush bread week yeah me too he's got looked, strong bread week vibes and horrible yeah horrible christy is making an eight stranded plat 
It's going to be a honey holla ring with uh, milk and dark chocolate babka on the inside of the ring. She's not really able to assemble it correctly. Like the holla is the hole in the middle of the holla ring is too small. Enough, yeah. and so she can't put the babka in so the middle. Just so like it's just sitting like next to each other. Two it's really, separate breads. It's really just like bland. <laughs> the design was not like knock your socks off type of no, feeling. No, even at the beginning. It was like her. But it's beautiful and shiny. The babka is lovely. The hala is good. It has good texture. She does fine, even though it looks very underwhelming. Tasha is doing a Medusa, which is amazing. Tasha is so freaking creative. She's so creative and so talented. But she says, when she was practicing her snakes, she said, my grandma saw my practice bake and thought they were prawns. So (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be a Medusa face and hands that will be rye and wholemeal milk bread. And then the snakes will be flavored with pistachio pesto. She just like kills showstoppers every time. It looks amazing. Some of the hair snakes are a little tiny bit dark, but the pesto is delicious. Paul gives her a little clap and says, you are one hell of a bread baker and that she really understands Understands bread. bread. He says, I've never seen anything like that before. I'm surprised she doesn't get a handshake. I thought she was going to get a handshake. Like she did honestly amazing. I like the little hands that she made in that. It's so cool. I'm like watching it right now. And the little like slither tongues coming out. It, the whole thing. It's so creative. She's amazing. So detailed. I think Tasha. she did a handshake. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, what's what I'm looking for? They robbed her of the handshake. Maddie is making a West Ham badge. Of course, he has a team. Uh, it's going to be spiced whole grain spelt dough and another, and his second one will be cheddar and jalapeno. It looks a little messy. The first dough is super dry, but Prue likes the chilies in his second dough. So he does okay. Josh is doing a tiger because he supports some sort of tiger themed rugby team. Sorry, I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> and I really don't know anything about British sports. His first dough is cranberry and orange, and his second is going to be chocolate and orange. And he's going to make a little plaited tiger with breadstick whiskers. Allison is telling me the name of the tiger team, but I don't know how to pronounce the first word. Lester, thank you. But it's spelled like Leicester. Why don't you pronounce the middle syllable? <laughs> Lester. <laughs> I'm seeing like Leicester, and then like, Leicester? nope, it's just Lester. We're just making English, it. English, in it? She says. <laughs> Oh, we're so glad you're in the chat. We're so glad you're here, Allison, every time. It looks great. He has little breadstick whiskers. Paul says it's amazing that he chose wisely with his doughs. It's absolutely delicious. Fantastic flavor. Well thought out. Well executed. He does great. So then we go to the final judging. I really am like, is Dan going home? He's last in the technical. His showstopper was raw. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I think it's probably Abby. They also say Rowan is also down there. He which really just like, has like been lackluster. Which is just killing my heart. Yeah. I know. It's killing He's my so start. Cute. Yeah. And it has to be Tasha for Star Baker. They say that um, Josh is also in the running, which fair, but like Tasha did so well. Tasha is Star Baker, second week in a row. Yay, Tasha. And the person who goes home is Abby. So sad, Abby. I'm sad for her, but I think it was her time. She did not do well. She has not like really, you know, all her bakes. She won the technical last week, but a lot of her other bakes are, have been real underwhelming and informal. But I love their exit interviews. They're always just like so proud of themselves. Yeah, they tried something scary and she just wants to get back to her vegetables, you know? She's like, I just kind of want to get back to my gardening. (laughs) They're the best. We're going to miss her. She's a We are going to miss her and her little vegetables and her lapel. Mm-hmm. But I'm really, really excited that Tasha won another one. I love her. She's definitely my favorite. I'm excited to see. Sa- like, it's also really cool to see. I know we've talked about this before. Like, they do judge just that episode, right? Like, they're not looking at the cumulative performance. Because I always struggle with this of, like, making sense of it. But... When I see Tasha, I can see her growing throughout the week so far, like really trying to up her game. And I think that really matters is like, 
Is she putting in the effort with the advice that they're giving her? Is she learning new things? Is she taking all the tips? Like Paul Hollywood will say, add more of this or make sure that you're doing this. Or I noticed that you lack in this area. And like people actually make those improvements. Take the feedback. Totally. And I think in the first week, we actually were like, this girl is going to come on in too hot. She is going to go home. But she's settled into herself, which is great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it for Bread Week. Go I can't bread. believe it's already three weeks in. I think Tasha and Dan are... St- I mean, even though Dan struggled this week, I bet he's going to come back strong next You think week. so? I don't see this. I feel like this is a fluke. I think the reason... Honestly, I think he did worse this week than Abby did. But I think they kept him because I think they saw like more potential in him. That's my... Yeah, but then I get weird because I'm like, are, are they supposed to do that? Like... I know we if always are judging every year. with the within the episode. Are they You're supposed, just supposed to, to judge do that? that one like, week. I know. I don't because they've gotten criticism for that before of like sending home a baker who obviously just had an off week when like another baker who's been struggling the whole time. Right. Stays. Yeah. Allison says some of his bread was just flour and water dough. Like it's not a he's not a bread guy. Maybe that's all it is. I don't know. I mean. Abby also didn't do great, but I feel like Dan overall did worse. And maybe they were like, okay, that, you know, especially because his pizza one was just underbaked, but they could tell that it had the makings of a good showstopper and it just didn't get there because he didn't have enough time. Like they take that kind of thing into consideration too, where they'll be like, well, the structure was there, but like the execution just wasn't there. You know what we need sometime? We need a behind the scenes of what they talk about when they're making those decisions because that will give us a lot of insight. It's never going to happen, but. Noel, come on. The podcast, Noel, please. come on. Allison. Just give us a little bit of. Allison, we're your girls. Like, we yeah. want to hang out with you. Give us a call. Give us some insight. I have palace intrigue about what happens in that judging area with all Big the pastries time. surrounded by all the baked goods that the bakers just gave to you. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for another fun week. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. Until next week, on your marks, get set. Big. We did it. Oh my gosh, we did it. (laughs) We're never going to get it together.